0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Thriving Lives podcast. Today, we have a fascinating topic to explore. We often discuss the importance of investing in our own health and fitness over the long term. But today, we're going to talk about the parallels between investing in our health and investing in our finances long term as well, and how many similarities there are between the two. Um, So our special guest today is Evan Fulmer, who um, works for Edward Jones. He's also my financial advisor. He's also a client of TLF as well. Welcome to uh, to the show, Evan.
1: Thank you for having me, Marcus.
0: Of course, of course. Now, I know you have a disclaimer you've got to, to say here off the top before you get rocking and rolling into this.
1: Yes. Any any uh, discussion that we have here on uh, the Thriving Life Fitness Podcast is not a uh, mentality of Edward Jones or myself as a financial advisor. I love it.
0: I love it. Gotta have I mean, those disclaimers. <laughs> I was gonna say with, with with finance, I know there's so many disc- disclaimers. I've always watched, you know, YouTube finance videos and stuff like that. And they always have to go over their disclaimers because you know, dealing dealing with health, health, and fitness is, you know, I've got my own health ones that I have to mention as well. But uh
1: oh, man, and I am not being compensated for having this conversation. <laughs> no, you're not.
0: No, you're not, no, you're not. I would love to be able to pay you, but no, I, I we're not paying each other on this one. But um anyway though, so yeah, so like I said before, you know, the parallels between health. And fitness and, um, you know, finances, I find eerily, eerily similar here, you know, so I'll kind of start off with something I've always talked to about, you know, usually with entrepreneurs, this is kind of how I will steer this conversation, but ultimately with everybody, I think it will apply. Um, I like to ask, and I'll, I think I did this on our consult call about seven months ago to Evan, you know, I'll ask you to list your priorities for between health as a priority time freedom, and financial freedom. Now, I think we we know as a financial advisor, you're going to lean towards one of them, but give me kind of your perspective, maybe when you first got started with me or before you got started with me versus now, and then we can kind of just dive into it from there.
1: So well, help, it's funny time
0: freedom and financial freedom.
1: Yeah, uh, well, it's funny that uh, when we were going through that session, how many things you asked that I asked my own clients when we get started investing. So yeah. it's not just, fitness for your health, but financial fitness too. And a lot of the same goals that you have for your life pertains to finances as well. And the way that we structure our thinking on how we go about it and invest in our health or in financial strategy is very similar. So ironically, um, I find myself to be very good at what I do and you're very good at what you do, but I needed help. I needed help with my own uh, personal health. Yeah. I am a I am a workhorse. I'm a workaholic. I I put in several hours a day beyond what's required, uh, weekends and nights to to do my job, but at what cost? And that cost was my health. I'm still there for my family. I was making that my number one priority and make it to everything that's important. Which that Um,
0: that has been amazing to see. You know, I've never seen that waiver, regardless how how tough your weeks were. You're you're always there at home. You're always there. You know, soaking up that family time, which is awesome.
1: um, As we went through our discussions and finding the things that I'm having difficulties with, it all it all goes around discipline. So I've done many things like this, what you offer before, Mm -hmm. and I was never successful with it. It was a matter of the motivation and the accountability. And needing that constant voice, the Marcus Gates voice over my shoulder saying, get this done. Uh, And if I didn't have that, I wasn't doing it. And I faltered a few times, we know, uh, going through those months. Uh, And and the same thing happens in finance. Same thing happens in investing. Uh, We see the markets go down and we freak out or we change the ways we want to do things. And sometimes changing what we do is the worst thing we can do. Mm -hmm just like you don't want to get out of the habit staying in that discipline and that mentality of going after it and getting it done on a daily basis and making it your habit. You kind of want to do the same thing in investing. You're wanting to make sure that you stick with your plan and don't freak out when things change. Don't adjust your mentality because the environment has changed.
0: 100%. And, and, you know, case of point, the last three years, you know, between, um, you know, COVID in 2020 and just all the turmoil on the markets, whether it be great things or, or very negative things over the last, you know, handful of years, that volatility that's similar to a lot of people's lives just in terms of whatever they have going on. You know, I, I, have, a, I have a client here recently, she got married, she moved and she changed jobs all over the course of like a, three, you know, a six week span. So in her life, even though those are all positive things, that's like the market doing something absolutely crazy. And we have to either stick to our guns and stay consistent with what we were doing But also at the same time, we have to, we have to be smart and intentional about when do we pivot? When do we have to pull back on certain things, you know, um, not to get too much into the weeds of like investing strategies and stuff like that, but like during a very, very tough time, maybe we, we switch over to more of a conservative approach. So just like in our life, maybe we switch over to more of a conservative approach with the gym, maybe five workouts this week is not possible without just you cutting into your sleep or, you know, just, just kind of overkilling in some sort of a way. And so we pull back and we focus on the things we can control our nutrition, our sleep, all the stuff we always talk about within TLF. So I think there's, there's some strong parallels there between, between the finances.
1: Well, exactly what just like last, last year, 2022, wasn't fun for anybody in the markets,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: there are things you can adjust, but you don't change. You keep investing, mm-hmm. you keep working out. Yep. You keep investing because even as the market goes down, you're getting things cheaper and cheaper. Mm-hmm. Your own portfolio is reinvesting in its dividends. Your yep. body is reinvesting in itself, yep, because you keep that habit going, yep. Um, so, again, the parallels are so similar. Yeah, I mean, I ask, you ask, what are your goals? I ask, what are your goals? Yeah, um, and the goals are even somewhat similar.
0: They are, and, and we, what, we're creating a roadmap to get there as well. You know, both of us, uh, mine might look a little bit different sometimes because. I mean, I don't know. Health and fitness is very, very complicated. So is finance, of course, as well with that. Um, but but that's kind of a both of our jobs is to figure out what are our goals and then what what is the journey to get there.
1: Absolutely. Um, and there's and there, you know, you have goalposts. It's not, it's yep. not just what is the end goal. Yeah. Like what are your points of contact that you want to make to make sure that you get there? Yeah. And who's keeping you accountable to do those? Are you staying committed? And do you have the discipline to do it? Yep. Everybody does. You just have to have the right voice telling you to do it and keeping at it. Um, The amount of uh, work that you put into it or the amount of money that you put into it is going to compound. You're going to see more financial gains and more fitness gains the more you add into it. 100%.
0: 100 percent, and so that's why consistency is key, and having a plan in place that you stick to during the the ups and the downs is key. You know, and I know something. You know, we sat down a couple different times for like very long discussions about like mine and Nicole's, you know, financial future and things of that nature. And again, we are looking at the long term, and then we're where do we want to be at in ten years, and five years, and what do I need to be doing today that at least keeps me in tr- on track or at least moving in the right direction. Um, exactly. And and so that was that was super eye opening to me. I've always kind of thought in the long term and then work backwards because I've I've trained myself to do that with health. Um, But so you know for, you know for you I knew that was going to be something that would kind of stick to it because since there are so many parallels, you know, you as a client of mine, I want to use that money as a almost like like I'm teaching a a, a kid at school, like I have to find those ways that. What is similar here that's really gonna kind of be that that light bulb moment for you to be like, okay, you know, I'm I'm doing this for my long term, but ultimately, you know, circling back to kind of what I mentioned earlier about between, you know, time freedom, financial freedom, and health freedom, is you might be able to get me to being a, a multimillionaire, whatever the case is, 30, 40 years down the road. That sounds awesome. That sounds amazing. Absolutely. And I think you're definitely gonna do, <laughs> you're gonna do that job. But if I was to neglect, my health over the next 30 40 years. So when I'm 60 or when I'm 70, let's say I hit all the financial goals that we set together and we worked really really hard to get to. It's nice that I have that money now to pay for the assistance I'm going to need from the healthcare system. It's nice that I'm going to maybe buy the luxury things of life that's fantastic, but when you have a headache or when your stomach hurts or when you can't walk is does it really matter? Like it does matter. It's better to have it than not have it, but if you could have just treaded water and at least maintain a somewhat of a baseline of your health over the course of those years. Now, all that work, all that overtime that you did, all that extra work you, you you put in to invest that money so you can live that life you want to when you're 60 and 70. I don't think anybody envisions just sitting there in their couch, just watching TV from exactly. six years old and on, but ultimately the people who sacrifice their health for the bulk of their adult life, that's exactly what they're doing.
1: And I think we both talk about how things are going to happen. Mm-hmm. Things change. Uh, things in your life happen, be it positive or negative, mm. and it will impact your strategy. It'll impact your strategy and your fitness and your health and your finances. Um, but the idea there is to adjust appropriately.
0: Yeah.
1: But not too much.
0: Yes, yes.
1: yes. Uh, you want to adjust, for, but you don't want to quit. Mm-hmm. You want to adjust, but you don't want to overcommit.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and those parallels are they're there for almost everything that you and I talk about. Yeah, it's like we could just switch seats and have the same conversation.
0: Yep, yep. We're just so we're, interesting. Yeah, and I've never
1: really even thought about that until we started working together. Yeah, I, I never how, thought
0: about it until I got interested in investing and in just like what the finance world looked like. Because you know, for for so long, again, this is another similarity is finance is scary for people. It's ignorance is bliss. They might know they're not doing the right thing for to set themselves up for success in retirement. Same thing goes with health. They might know they're not doing the right things to live a long, healthy life, but ignorance is bliss. It's better to not change anything now because I don't want to be uncomfortable in the short term of having to make changes.
1: I think I had that exact conversation with you exactly. about myself yep. when I said that uh, I know how to do all this stuff. Yep. I know how to track macros. Yep. I know what I'm supposed to be eating. Yep. I needed the accountability Of course. Uh, I needed the extra discipline to follow my health goals as much as I already have the discipline to do my financial goals. Exactly. Um, Just applying it in a different realm. Appreciate your your services to make sure that I do both. Well,
0: Uh, and the other thing on top of that is because you, you know, all those things, but also we know those things in a smooth time of our life and how to apply it. Like anybody can apply, the principles of a healthy life when it's all sunshines and rainbows and there's no issues at hand and you have no life stresses, but what happens when life punches you in the mouth? What happens when life throws curveballs at you that now you have to adjust to. And so then, you know, I'm there to also help you like, okay, this week it can, it can look different than what the quote unquote plan looks like. But again, we just want to be intentional about the things we can control.
1: I'm glad you said that because that is often what happened to me before I started talking to you. Something major would change in my life, or have to change my schedule, or um, just different environmental things have happened. Or I hurt my, I hyperextended my knee a couple a couple of years ago, and I just stopped going to the gym entirely. Yeah, a long time. And by yeah. the time I got back, my knee was still injured. It took me a while to get back into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, the same thing happens in my world where Something happens, uh, someone loses their job, someone uh, gets uh, demoted or loses a loved one, and suddenly they're not able to contribute anymore to theirs. And I'll just call and say, I need to stop contributing. And I try to stress, don't stop. Just change. Just change. So instead of putting $500 a month, put $25 a month. Just make sure you keep doing it. That way you don't lose the idea of doing the investing um, and And making sure that you stay on task because if it keeps happening, you're going to be reminded of it every time it happens to keep keep going. And then, well,
0: well, not not to mention if you totally pull out of it, if I called you and said, Hey, I need to cancel all my services with you. You know, yeah, I still have my account sitting there, but the other hard part to that as well is that now I've already quit and now my pride is hurt. So I don't want to come to you six months later when maybe I'm in a better financial spot to be doing it. And so then maybe I never start again. You know, exactly. and, and things that nature. So we so we keep doing it, and like you just said, you might have been contributing five hundred before to whatever portfolio we're talking about here, and maybe now you have to pull down to like you said, just twenty five. Now that that's a huge drop off, but twenty five is still better than zero. Just like exactly. if all we can control today is just your water intake, that's way better than not controlling your water intake and everything else on top of it. You know, a little bit is always better than absolutely nothing. And 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 so yeah, exactly. Another perfect parallel to it. You know, um, coming back to kind of looking at the the long time horizon, you know, some things that we kind of talked about is like life in retirement. What do I want that to look like in terms of, you know, where do I imagine I'm spending money? And like, ultimately, when Nicole and I retire, I would love to go travel. I would love to travel much more often. I would love to have maybe like a home base, like here in Kansas City, where like family are and friends are. But then the other, I don't know, eight months out of the year or whatever that looks like, I might be bouncing around, you know, and doing other things with it. But ultimately, financially, that might happen. But again, if I just take my health for granted and don't do the things I need to now, am I going to have the confidence or the energy? Is my body going to feel well enough? Because, I mean, I don't know if you've ever ever traveled to Europe or really anywhere. Wherever you travel, even if it's here locally, there's a lot of walking involved generally. Oh, yeah. You're much more active with it.
1: I think we take for granted here in the U.S. how much yeah. walking is involved everywhere else. <laughs>
0: oh my! Oh yeah, yeah. So like going to Europe, like like when we stayed in, in Amalfi, the just to get to our like room that we were staying in, um, we had to walk up. I think we counted one day; it was like 250 steps to get there. And this isn't like 90 degree temperatures. And and we took that those steps multiple times a day. You know, I was 28 years old whenever we went over there, fit and healthy. But what happens if I'm 58 or 68 and I've neglected? So, so now, I, can I still travel over there? Of course I can. But I can't, I can't get to the views. I can't get to the things that I really, really want to get to. Maybe that's not everybody's cup of tea, but it's mine. And so when I'm thinking about trying to do that, I don't want to just be able to travel there. I want to not be held back by my physical limitations or my physical health or whatever once I do get over there.
1: Yeah, I mean – we we strive for ten thousand steps a day, and I'm pretty sure you probably did ten thousand steps just getting from your car to your room in that in that instance.
0: <laughs> exactly, hundred percent.
1: Um, I mean, you can easily do 20, 25,000 steps in a day, and you're oh yeah. So, another reason we, as Americans, uh, tend to be a little a little bigger than everywhere else, just in, in as a people. Uh, yep, because yep. there just isn't enough walking involved. So just having that yep. extra goal added on to yourself where they don't even think about it. They don't yep. need to. Whereas I here, we I, have to be mindful about it. I didn't even see any gym. Walking pad there. right here. Yep. Uh, I mean, to make sure I get my steps in. Yeah. So We have to live you in... You have to have additional goals that you don't need if you're a person somewhere else. Yep. Every person's unique. Every person's going to have a different thing they have to do or strive right. for. Um, every Everybody's... Body is different. Everybody's finances are different. Of course. They each have their own unique strategy to get to what they want to be. Yep. Um, so and that's what both of us do. We need to we figure out what what do we need to do for you to mm-hmm. get you to your ideal body weight or, or muscle tone. What do we need to do for you to make sure we get you to that second home in Florida or yep. a mountain cabin or an R V that you want to spend the rest of your days traveling around in or something yeah so yeah. um again what we what we ask our clients are so similar yeah the strategies we build though they do very different things are very similar yeah um and it's it all comes down to discipline yes yeah it all comes down to accountability and making sure you keep doing it
0: yeah oh yeah definitely and, and and something you you mentioned earlier you know is you've done things like this before you know some of these things to do just like you know, I could just go put money in, in into a brokerage account and just put it in, you know, um, spy or Vu, whatever S and P five hundred tracking thing, and just let it do its job over the course of time. But um, at the same time, I know working with somebody like you is going to help me get to where I want to faster, healthier. And also, when the world changes, you're going to be on top of it, and you're going to be able to make those adjustments for me that me, who doesn't look at these things every day, is going to have no idea what I'm doing. And then same thing on your side of things. Instead of you. Googling and doing all the research of like what to do when this happens, what to do when this happens and and figuring out what's my plan B when work goes awry for the next couple of months, or maybe we have a sick family member that we have to now take care of and we have to pull back on some of our own things. What are the ways that I should still be able to simplify things and keep doing it? And so that's where we both kind of come and play for one another. You know, we're both very, very smart people that can figure out the other side of it, but why do that when we have somebody that can just guide us there in the right direction so we can focus on what we are really good at?
1: Exactly. I, I completely agree with everything you just said. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. And then, you know, uh, so once we've kind of started getting your mindset to shift, cause you know, over the last six, seven months you've, you've still, just because you start working with somebody doesn't mean that everything is simple and it doesn't mean that those real life obstacles are not in your way with it has when we've kind of talked about the parallels between health and fitness and finances, has that kind of helped you in your own journey? Just be able to see the importance of doing the daily work on a consistent basis, even oh, if it's absolutely. less than it is.
1: It, I mean, it really, I, I've, I've had my eyes open a little yeah. bit yeah. working with you that, why am I not able to do this yeah. um, after so many attempts? Yeah. And uh, it, I realized that, I have the priorities in my head. It's, it's family, work, health. Yep. And I need to switch health and work. And that mentality switch has yeah. it just in the last month yeah, has been instrumental in me getting back down to where I should be in the first place sorry, yep. Um, and making sure that I hit that goal. It's, yeah it's those priorities that get you to the, those pointed goals that you want to be at, making sure that you're, as long as, I mean, if family is your number one priority, I'm not telling you to change anything financially to impede that. Yeah, of course. Like you wouldn't be ch- asking me to change my lifestyle to not see my family. So that yeah. I can in the gym every single day for two yeah. hours. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah that's not going to make happen. little adjustments. Of course.
1: Get those little adjustments and you make them a habit after you do them a while. Um, but you have to do it of course. and you have to be committed, but after you start doing it enough and you make that part of your day, it gets easier and easier.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's again, same thing with investing. Exactly.
0: It it becomes automatic. It just becomes, this is just what happens. This is what I do. You know, the money that I have going into investments, I'm not picturing that as my income. Like I'm not picturing it like it's usable whatsoever. And that was hard to do for the first, you know, a couple of years of doing what I was doing with it. Um, but then it just becomes automatic, you know, and, and the other thing with it as well, like coming back to kind of what you said with, you know, and in, in, in with your priorities being, you know, family, work and fitness or and health. And now you're kind of moving health back up on that ladder, like in the past month. And obviously, this is you don't have years and years to kind of look at the data on this right here. But in the last month has work fallen off. Have you've underperformed business wise or work wise because you've gotten in a couple extra workouts a week? Not Not at all. Right. Not at all. Yeah. And if anything, the thing that's gonna happen with that more is energy is going to improve, confidence is gonna improve, you just present better when you look and feel better. If you are feeling awful every single day and then you have to come into a meeting or, you know, get somebody on board or whatever the case is, when you not that looks or everything, but when you look and you feel good and you present that as well, that's something Mm -hmm. that automatically elicits that respect with it. So that's gonna only improve. And then coming back to the family side, while family is a top priority of yours and it always will be, by you investing in your health right now, because you, you do the investment, so they're they're going to be set financially. If something happens to you tomorrow, they are going to be set financially. But health-wise, let's say you do stick around for the next 30, 40 years. Do you want the the last 15 years of your life them taking care of you, stressed about dad's health, upset exactly. about it, and, and them being stressed about it. when they're having their own families, they're at home worried about dad's health. You can give them the gift of not stressing about finances as you get older. You can also give them the gift of not worrying about dad's health. You know, shit's going to happen and health issues will happen. Like we, it's all unavoidable. We're all going to go through that in some way, shape or form, but it would be awful to know that you're the things you could have controlled and just been a little bit more intentional about could have added another 10 more years onto your life with your family. So when people say that family is their number one, I love that. That means your health is even more important showing up for that. So you can do all the other things.
1: Um, That's awesome. Uh, Even the things you wouldn't think you'd ask, like, I ask people about how their health. Yeah, I ask them about that. I ask them, do you have to be concerned about others in your life and yeah. their health? You do, you do. I you ask all Conversely, I think you actually have to ask sometimes about their finances. Are you stressed out because that's you a component? Don't know what the next week's going to be like, and how does yeah. that impact your strategy for for your fitness? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's again, the, the parallels are almost identical yeah completely different things yeah Uh, but they are very part and parcel
0: of course of course so yeah i mean i I know you got to run here in a few minutes but you know i appreciate you coming on to help me kind of draw these parallels with people because again like sometimes hearing it in different verbiage or seeing you know uh the i don't know these metaphors these analogies or these similes i don't i've never understood the difference between all those three of those english was not always my best thing but uh but no, it, it it helps kind of see it in these different, you know, from a different perspective with it. Um, so yeah,
1: I appreciate. it. Oh, I just I just remember the uh, you were talking about the the apps that you used. I yeah. didn't ask you to change that, did I? I actually, you can keep doing that. I mean, oh not, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: You're yeah, yeah. not a
1: I'm not asking you to stop something that you've been doing and you've been accustomed to because yeah. that's what you've been doing. So you yeah, do it, yeah, of course. Uh, but we make adjustments.
0: Yeah, and, and we, not, we, again, we work around we do, that. Yeah.
1: And then you you weren't asking me to stop going to those meetings after work or something like yeah. that. You yeah. will make adjustments. Where can we, where can we get this fit into your day? Exactly. Um,
0: How so, can we keep your lifestyle somewhat similar, but merge in better choices, better habits, you know, things that hopefully don't take away from the the joys of your life currently, but ideally only add value to them. Up, front it, might, up front, it might be uncomfortable and up front it might feel like you're kind of pulling away from the things that you love, but before too long, you're like, I didn't need any of that stuff. You know, I, I can do all the things I really want to do, but I can feel good doing it. Um, not just about my body or, or my gut health or whatever, or my energy, but just like my productivity each week and like my intentions for the week as well as is, is much improved.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Evan,
0: I appreciate you being on brother. You got anything else you want to add at the moment? Where, where can people find you? I know that this isn't, I don't know if we can give you a plug for what you do, where
1: you do it at, well, I work I'm I'm here in Gladstone, Missouri off of North Oak Traffic Way. And my phone number is eight one six four three six one four five zero. Um, if if anybody listening does want to help out with their financial fitness as much as their health fitness, yeah. Happy to help them out. Definitely.
0: And and uh if you miss any of that and you want to get a hold of Evan, you know, just reach out to me and I will I will make that connection happen for anybody and everybody. But Evan, I appreciate your time today, brother. I, I appreciate you. you you as a client, as a friend. And uh yeah, <laughs> well, good deal with it. All right, man, I will see you later.